Everybody, hello, welcome, and happy Saturday night. Uh, this is a Saturday night edition of the Root Advice Podcast. We're trying something different. Uh, it's Saturday night, and right now, if you're single or you know about to go do something for the evening, right now you're probably uh, getting your hair done. You're uh, either at the gym or in the shower, getting ready to just look clean and go out and have a good time. And uh, I'm like, you know what? This will be a good maybe opportunity to give some guys some good dating tips because I know a lot of women have met, reached out to me. A lot of guys have reached out to me and asked, you know what, you know, what are some best uh, tips for the first date? What should I wear? Where should I go? How should I smell? All these things. So we're going to talk about that. And I wanted to invite a good friend of mine. Uh, his name started Marco. He is the host of the uh, Cheap Suits podcast. I've been on his show uh, quite a few times. And he's also been on the Rude Advice podcast with him and his friends. I believe it was episode three or four. And we're just talking about what real men want. So I'm going to bring him on in just a bit. But if you haven't done so already, again, I am live on TikTok. Hello, everybody on TikTok. I am live on Facebook. I am live on YouTube. And again, I uh, just want to let everybody know if you haven't done so already and you'd like to be a channel member, channel memberships are now available. Uh, if you want to support the podcast in any way, shape or form. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I, am, I just hit 2,300 subscribers. So I'm really excited about that. The goal is 10,000 before the end of the year. So please, if you haven't done so, support the show. And if you have any questions, uh, all questions, if it's tied to the topic at hand, we'll bring them up uh, in the show. But if you have any questions that are separate from what we're discussing, Star and I will just will answer them at the end of the show. Again, super chats are always appreciated. And let me bring my good friend on, Mr. Star DeMarco. Let's say uh, he's how you doing, sir? Yo, yo, yo. Appreciate you having me. <laughs> How's your Saturday night treating you, man? Oh, man, it's, it's always work. Always work. <laughs> <laughs> you got any plans? I, I, I wing it. I play by ear. You play so by far, ear? You know, things could change in the next hour or so. <laughs> well, for the folks who don't know you, I mentioned you're the uh, host of the Cheap Suits podcast. Can you tell everybody what, what it's about and all that? Because you're way more hipper than me. And I've said that many times, but tell the hey, folks what it's about. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we, we have a podcast that uh, obviously, group of friends, uh, we come together pretty much to have that... Uh, the conversation that people basically want to be a part of. And I mean that in a good way. Uh, basically it's, it's a show where, you know, we talk about things of interest, mutual interest and things of that sort. And uh, you know, along with a lot of like trash talking comedy yeah. and uh, you know, and you know, it's one day we could be talking movies. The next day we can be talking about heartbreaks, you know, it just uh, <laughs> every, every episode ranges or sometimes you get it all in one episode. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Uh, every time you've had me on, uh, we've talked about what horror movies, video games, dating, yes. Andrew Tate uh, and, 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 and hip hop, which I know nothing about. But uh, you're into that scene and you know more about it than I do. Uh, I've gone on record many times. I think the 90s is the best era for hip hop. I, I, you know, that's just what I know. But that's what I grew up with. And that's what I love. So. It might be uh, factual, but yes. factual. <laughs> yeah. Factual. Uh, you know, it's, it's just like movies and, and shows. They, they just didn't they don't do them like the old days. Yeah, I just remember in the 90s, uh, again, aging myself here, there was just such a variety. You went in the top 10 every year and there was just a variety of music. Uh, and I just rediscovered the Fugees again. And I, I love the Fugees growing up. So I was mm -hmm. just playing that all day, all week on my work mix. It's, it's just a solid era, era, excuse me, of just music, dude, that I love. 
Oh yeah, of course. And and I have to agree with that. You know, uh, me being a, a little bit younger, but you know, obviously I still come from a family background and, you know, uh, and usually that's where a lot of people get put onto music is, is through family and through family members, friends. And mm-hmm. so I, I definitely have a taste of like music from back seventies, eighties and things of that sort. So, uh, I'm kind of an old head yet in a new world type of thing. Yeah. You got, you got that old soul. Right. That's what it is. Right. At, at times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also trying to adapt with the times. Yeah, that's you, man. That's you. But lyrically, I just love the uh, the writing of the songs back then, too. Even like anything before 2000. Lyrically, I just love all that music. So and I, oh, I know yeah, we're yeah. off topic, man, but today we're going to talk about dating. Um, as many of you okay. know, um, I offer many uh, uh, advice spaces from divorce to date, dating after divorce, rebuilding your life and also dating. So but dating, there's a lot of questions I get from young men. And older men who have been married 20 something years and they're like, I don't know where to go. What do, what do I do? What do women want, et cetera? So I'm like, OK, let's do a Saturday night pregame. Let's kind of just do a show uh, with some with some gents who have some experience, some good experience and just kind of give these guys some advice on what to do. Uh, so right now we're going to talk about dating ideas. OK, we're going to talk about the top three dating ideas. So I'm going to let you go first, Star, since you're my guest. What are some good dating ideas for guys, it doesn't have to be a first date we're talking here, but what's a good dating idea? Just in general, right? Yeah, just in general. Um, I would say uh, sometimes I think there, there's, you don't have to overthink these type of things when it comes to, uh, you know, locations. Uh, but I will say that if you want to keep it interesting, keep it a little yeah. spicy, uh, do things outside of your norm. Uh, find out uh, what that significant other or that person that you're taking out on the first date, what they're interested in. And yeah. uh, see if you can find something or or even meet halfway, you know, find an interest of her because that's going to mean the world to her or him, uh, you know, when you surprise them in that fashion. So like whether it's a, a specific type of restaurant, specific type of food, if she likes yeah. hiking, maybe that might be something that's maybe out of your norm. But, you know, maybe it's not such a bad idea for you to get into. So that might be something that surprises him or her. Mm-hmm. And uh it's just those things to take into consideration. You know, uh, we're, we're living in an age where like you can probably be replaced a lot easier than how people used to be. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, your job, if you want to keep somebody or at least continue to have them have interest in you is to start thinking outside the box, do things out of your norm. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, for me, um, I always go with drinks. Uh, okay. drinks. I, I never like to do uh, dinner and I'll talk about it in detail later on. But for me, a first date, if if nothing like has come up, like she likes hiking or something specific, I always go with drinks. One, the reason I went that route is it was not, it was cheaper in a sense. I, I don't like eating dinner when I'm first meeting somebody. It's a very uncomfortable atmosphere. Like I'm always thinking about self-consciously, what if I spit when I'm talking or anything like that. It's just too much of a distraction. And, you know, it's not really like a romantic setting and, um, whatchamacallit. So I just prefer drinks. Like let's go to a bar, let's go hang out, something not too loud and just get to know each other. And if things take off, then the, the dinner will be the next date and I'll spend more money on her. But guys, from my opinion, guys always pay for that. But drinks were always good because if it didn't work out and there was this, you're just clashing at the very beginning, you can always leave. Like, you know, yeah, I appreciate your time, but you know what? This isn't for me. I just think we're on two different wavelengths. Uh, thank you so much. I'll pay for your drink, but I'm leaving right here. Good night. It's a nice yeah. way to end it. And even like, a, you know, think about the settings too. Cause like, you know, if, if you meet, if you meet a, a young lady and you know, you, you want to take her to like the hood bar, 
Like that might not be <laughs> ideal, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh so what I would say is like maybe a nice lounge, uh even like a maybe even a bar and grill. It doesn't have to be a full on restaurant, but you know, something that has, you know, some options because you never know. Maybe maybe she enjoys a good, you know, oyster or something like that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And some of these places have that available to you and you know, good good little items to eat with your with your drinks. But yeah, I would say for me, a go-to is typically a, a bar lounge type of setting. Mm-hmm. Um, even nowadays, some of these food truck parks are are taking it to the next level and they have full, full on bars that you can attend. You can be on the outside. Um, and yeah. things of that sort. So there, there's other options. Yeah. Outdoor patios, things like that. And, but you know, here in Texas, it's like 103 degrees at seven o'clock at night. I don't want to be out there sweating. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> wild right now, but you know, come, come the fall season. Uh, I think some of that can change. Yeah. If you're living in Texas or anywhere where they have this like record breaking, like heat wave, don't take a date out to like a, par- a patio bar for Christ's sake. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to yeah, melt. At all. <laughs> so, something indoors. Uh, you know, I would say like, look at, look at places downtown. There's a lot of uh, undiscovered gyms that are downtown that I've discovered myself. And, uh, you know, even, you know, even if you're not in San Antonio, uh, just in your city, look for those gyms, look for a speakeasy, uh, something that has a nice, you know, low light setting where, you know, it's, it's not too much. You know, you can get to know this person, you know, both of you guys are on, on a one-on-one it's, uh, like things like that are good. And, and make sure that you pay attention to that, that partner that's there with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I have some comments here on TikTok. Uh, Jasmine's telling me not everyone drinks alcohol. Well, yes, of course, definitely. And I would, that's a question I would ask, uh, beforehand. And, you know, I would, I would come up with an alternative before that. Uh, then we had another suggestion for a first date, Erin. Uh, she says top golf. What do you think about that? Uh, top golf is definitely an option. Shit. Yeah, a coffee shop. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people do coffee and, uh, I personally, I'm a fan of coffee shops. Uh, I love a coffee, coffee shop setting, you know, uh, it's quiet, you know, pretty chill. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most people these days, I mean, depending on their age, they, they enjoy a good coffee, a good latte, you know? And so that's also an option. Uh, Topgolf is outside. And if you're in Texas, that might be a little extreme too. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, (laughs) but definitely an option. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Somebody sold my comment here, but the only reason I'm bringing it up is because this is one of the first dates I had with my love, which uh, she suggested going to a museum. Uh, so we went to oh, the yeah. Witty Museum here in San Antonio, but it wasn't just going to the museum. It was like a, an evening, like a gala. It was like a special event, the focusing on a particular era in history. And yeah. uh, they had drinks and they had a DJ, but it was a really cool atmosphere. I'm like, oh my God, this is a great first date. I mean, you get to it, you get to dress up, you get to look nice and it's a, it's nice music in the background, but you're also kind of talking and getting to know each other intellectually. So yes. I put museums on mine. So again, uh, Sylvia, thank you for the suggestion here on TikTok. but yeah, museums is also a good choice. If that's your thing, don't go pretending to be something else, but if that's your thing and an exhibit is like intriguing and you want to go, Hey, mm-hmm. show her your passion. Hey, I'm really passionate about this. You're showing her a little bit about you and what you love. And that's, that's a, that's very important. Definitely. Even a, even like a, a gallery, you know, uh, yeah. you know, a place where, you know, like if she's into art, uh, you know, you can take her, showcase that. And, you know, even other things that maybe people don't really think of, you know, like especially like in this heat. If you go to like, for example, like Natural Bridge Caverns, you know, oh, like that, nice. yeah, you know, th- those those are options that are not hot. You know, it's cool in there. And, you know, you just it, it's a it's also a place, you know, you can look around. The scenery is nice, but, you know, you can have a good conversation. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. 
Uh, and again, those are my three choices. Like I said, uh, drinks and top golf. So again, and then the museum piece, because again, it's, it's something different and, uh, and it's an environment where it's not too loud, where mm-hmm. you can, you, you have to be shouting like, so how long have you been working there? You know, <laughs> do you like your job? Yeah. Like you don't want to be yelling out the top of your lungs in her ear. That's just, it, it's too much work. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. You know, like I said, uh, even depending on the time of year, depending on the season, you know, find out, you know, what kind of things to do, you know, are best to do during that time frame. And, you know, like if it's summertime, you know, she might be interested. She might like being around the water, you know, take her jet skiing, you know, oh, uh, if you got a jet ski, uh, yeah, if you got a jet ski, <laughs> hey, and, and even, if, and even if you don't, there's, there's options, you know, yeah. and you know, there's, there's ways to get around that. So it's just a matter of how far you want to go to. And, you know, if you really like the person you're into and you're trying to go the long route, then, you know, make those, make those attempts. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kaylee, thank you so much for the compliment there. I appreciate that. Uh, Sylvia says here, lakes. Yes, big thumbs up. And then somebody says kayaking is also fun. It is fun. Definitely. But again, yes. you can just be sure you ask and they're comfortable with that. Maybe they don't want to be in a swimsuit. I don't see why they wouldn't. But then again, maybe they can't swim. So you would have all those discussions uh, up front beforehand. So again, those are some good date ideas, dating ideas to think outside the box. Uh, but again, don't be shy about if you like, you know, I don't know, let's just say a Comic-Con you like nerd shit and you, Hey, let's go check this out. You know, I'm always, I'm always the advocate to be, be yourself. Even if you're a nerd, I don't care what it is. It'd be, you know, showcase who you are. That gives them an idea who what you love and a piece of you. So I think there's nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't care what you, what you love or what you think they may think about you, but go with showcasing what you love is what I'm trying to say. Not even that, but even uh, the, another option would be like uh, to catch a concert, you know, uh, and I'm not talking about big concert like, you know, the the local arena you have. But, you know, there's tons of venues that have nightly shows. You know, you catch them on a Tuesday, a Friday night, uh, yeah. you know, a good jazz bar. A jazz Oh, yes. Yes. That, that's a. Uh, that's something that I personally enjoy, even if I'm not on a date is, is a good jazz bar, good music, cocktails uh, and just good company in general. Like the vibe there is just, yes. yeah, that, that's for me. That's that's one of my go to. So that's a big like probably in my top five of suggestions on what to do on a first date or even just on a casual date on a random Wednesday. That's a that's an excellent suggestion there, dude. Hell yeah. I love jazz. What, what are some good jazz? I don't know if it, there was one I knew of. But I think it closed down in COVID here in San Antonio, but I would go there. Or heard, I've heard about it, but I, I wanted to go there, but I never did. I don't know if there's a jazz lounge here in San Antonio. Yes, there's a few, actually. And oh. so if anybody's in the San Antonio area, my fa- personal favorite one is Luna's. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, of course. Luna's, yeah. Yeah. And that one has actually been remodeled and renovated. So it's it's a whole vibe there. Yeah. So if you know if the woman you're with or man you're with is is interested in that kind of stuff and they like just that chill vibe. Yeah, that that might be the route for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to the next topic here real quick. And before I do so again, if you're watching on TikTok, please tap the screen. We need more likes. We're at 431 likes. Uh, We're going to be on for about an hour and a half. I want at least 5,000 likes. That's nothing. You guys can give me that. So give me 5,000 likes. Everybody on YouTube who's watching, thank you for joining. Or on Facebook, please share the live. And if you have any questions, type them in the comments. Like I said, we'll get to them later on uh, in the program. But now we're going to get to worst places for a first date. Now I'm going to kind of change this up. It doesn't have to be a first date, but it doesn't even have to be top three, but what are some bad ideas uh, for a first date? Mr. Star. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's probably more options than, than good. I guess you could say um, definitely not, you know, places that are not sketchy. 
<laughs> that's definitely like <laughs> yeah. define um, sketchy though <laughs> um, sketchy could be like you know where you know where you feel a, a hint of violence in the air you know you you don't want to oh, you don't yeah. want to be there <laughs> you know what i mean and yeah. uh, you, you definitely don't want to take a date there okay. so that's one thing that i would try to avoid um and i'm not saying and i know everybody doesn't have the uh the first choice is not to do fancy or, you know, it, it depends on people's financial situations as well. So, but you can find nice places or decent places that are not going to murder your pockets. Yeah. And so I would say, just try to find something decent. And if you're, you know, some people enjoy being, you know, at the hole in the wall and if both parties enjoy a hole in the wall, then that's fine. But typically not a good first date place is a hole in the wall. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but like, Find out what kind of restaurant she's into, because if you take her to a place where maybe she has she's allergic to seafood and you take her to a seafood joint. Great point. You, you messed up right there because you, you weren't you know, you didn't ask the right questions. So that even a place like a nice restaurant that didn't have options for her could already be, a, you know, could already be bad. Did you know I'm allergic to uh, oysters and shellfish? Oh, I, don't, I don't know how you would know. But I'm telling you now. But yeah, I would actually I, I, I would uh, be, stop breathing. I would need some. uh uh, I, I have a few friends who were like that as well, and they've actually gotten checked and tested, and now they are currently eating seafood again as of this year. Really? Yes. Mm. After 20 years of no seafood. <laughs> yeah. So, I, we, you know, it's seafood is definitely, you know, especially if you're into it, it's just it, it's something that, that stands out. It's, you know, it'll stand out more than your typical steakhouse. Mm -hmm. uh, people like, you know, they like to, you know, it's, it's bright, you know, crabs are bright, lobsters are bright colored, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's a vibe now that is popularized, I think a lot more in the recent years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Uh, we have, uh, Maria here from Laguna beach area. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, some, uh, bad date ideas. One says Aaron says the movies and we actually have a comment here. Yes. The movies are a bad idea. You do not want to go as much as I love movies and, if, if I was dating any one of you, we would go to a whole lot of movies after the first one. <laughs> the first date shouldn't be that, movies. That's fair because uh, <laughs> that's something that like is, is more of a go to for the high school kids. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're if you're grown at this point, uh, movies is something that you do like at, at another time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and plus, uh, you can't talk. You're just sitting there, especially if it's a first date. You're not talking when you should yeah. be getting to know each other. So it's that awkward feeling. And then maybe like something inappropriate will come on the screen or murder scene. And yeah. maybe she's squeamish to it. Maybe she's not, the, but the movies can come later basically. Yeah. Yeah. This but that's def definitely a, a, not a good first choice. I agree. I agree. Uh, we also have Kaylee here on TikTok says first date should never be at your house. <laughs> yeah. If, if the first date is at the house, that might be big time red flag ish. Big time red flag ish. Yeah. Um, I would also say uh, when you're getting to know somebody of, with first dates, wherever you go, don't meet up with friends. Don't be, don't have it be a group thing. Uh, your, the first date should be you and this person getting to know each other. Like if you don't want to uh, overcomplicate the situation, because again, I've seen this firsthand in, in real life. And I've also heard this in stories where a guy will, he's maybe too nervous for his first date. So he, Hey, let's go meet my friends. She shows up and one of his friends sees her and how hot she is. And his buddy will steal her from him. And he's a, hey, it's the game, man. If you really wanted her, you would have, you would have stepped up. So that can like break friendships and, you know, true colors of friends who you thought were good friends 
will maybe potentially take somebody from you. And, I, and again, I've seen it firsthand. Or, or, or in reverse, you know, where it happens the other way around for the, yeah. <laughs> the other party. And uh, I will say that, like, I think if if you really think about it, the person based on the person you're, you know, trying to take out, they're going to pay attention to these things. And, you know, that could showcase a lack of confidence. They might know they're like, oh, you know, he's bringing me around friends because he might not have much to offer on a one on one term. Yeah. And so uh, you got to think about these things, you know, uh, plant these uh, plan your moves uh, strategically. And uh, yeah, I, I will say friends around it, you know, and like I said, you want to get to know that person before you start bringing her or him around uh, the people in your circle. You yeah. know, uh, you, you don't bring your first date, you know, home to mom on day one. That It makes <laughs> it makes no sense. That would be so damn awkward if that were to happen. To you. <laughs> Very. Mom, this is the one I was telling you about. Oh, God. I think I just meet every woman. Yeah. And then, you know, and and the last thing, you know, you don't know how people are going to react. And, you know, and some people, you know, they they take it to where, you know, if friends of theirs notice, you know, some some flaws or some bad things that maybe that person is not noticing themselves. Um, they start to get angry and, and, you know, and the night could turn around, it could turn upside down real quick. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, again, uh, we got a lot of comments here on TikTok. So everyone, thank you so much. And again, if you haven't done so, if you want to join the YouTube conversation, you're more than welcome to, uh, Holly says, no, that's not true. I love first dates at the house where they can cook for me. So that's a female perspective. I wasn't expecting they, they enjoy going to the house and having dinner cooked for them. Yeah. That's um, yeah. Let's see here. I will say if you, if you're. I will say if you're a woman, though, do not invite that man on the first date. Yeah. Just to, just to be on the safe side. He can be and, crazy. you know, you, you just I mean, it, it, it really should go both ways. You never know what you're getting into, especially if you're not that familiar with the person. And I would I would just say that 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 might not be the first, you know, option, at least for me. But it's a little different if you know if you know the person fairly well and then you just started dating later on. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a newbie that you just met that week, that might not be the best move. Yeah. Yeah. And I would agree because, again, you really don't know anybody and safety, I think, especially for the for the, for the ladies is paramount. I mean, you really got to think about that. And and again, there were times I remember when, when I was dating like women on the first date, I offered to pick them up and mm-hmm. they go, no, 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 I don't know you. you. You could be a psycho. I'm like, oh, like, fair enough. And she was Uber and we'll see how it goes. And if you're not a killer, <laughs> then you can pick me up and take me home. You know, they, I guess they just wanted to get, fill me out and just see if I wasn't stupid or psycho or anything like that. And that shouldn't be something to get offended about either, yeah. you know, and, and I, I do I'm know offended. some, or I have known of people who, who they will take offense to those kind of things. And I'm just like, nah, I mean, you know, you, you should, you should understand and try to see it from her point of view. You yeah. Know? Especially and, when they're like five, one or five foot and the smallest thing in the world. I mean, come on. Yeah. They, you know, everybody has access to social media. So like you, you think the worst at times. So, yeah. you know, it, it's nothing wrong with somebody being a little cautious and, you know, people seem to demand trust like on day one and, that, that's that's just a r- ridiculous thought. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Um, we have a comment here from Nick. He says, how about ice cream for first dates? I'm going to say no because my stomach would just start bubbling like crazy and I'd have to go to the restroom. So I couldn't do ice cream for a first date. <laughs> yeah, and, and on top of that, I, ice cream, yeah, no. Yeah, that, that ain't it. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're older. I don't know what it is, Nick, but once you pass 40, milk doesn't agree with you anymore and anything lactose don't don't eat it when you're on a date, man. You're gonna it's gonna ruin the night unless you got some pills to take. But no, no pass on the ice cream, man. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Chances are you if you go to a restaurant as well, the the dessert options are there. You know, I per, I'll personally prefer like a cheesecake. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that too. But like, uh, I, I I learned the the hard way where okay, I'm never going to eat or have any ice cream on a first date again. She wanted to like hook up later that night. I'm like, I can't. I, like, <laughs> I, I need more time to get to know you. But what that really meant was my stomach's killing me, and I got to get the hell out of here. So. Ice cream is good for like uh, for like friends or family. You know, uh, I think yeah. that's that that's OK. But, you know, as, as your number one go to option for a first date or just any date in general, I, I don't think that's first of all, it's not creative enough. True. So I, I don't think they the person you're inviting on this day would probably be too fond of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another uh, bad idea for a date, in my, in my opinion, is coffee dates. And now I know you said coffee dates, but I'm talking about meeting during the daytime. Uh, like if you go to a nice coffee bar in the evening, I think that's more of a, a romantic setting. But if you're going to Starbucks about one or two during lunch, you got kids in there, you got people applying for jobs, you got just a lot of noise. There's nothing romantic. There's nothing adult um, that's creating a, a romantic atmosphere. Now, oh, let, I, me, I well, let, let me, let me, let me backtrack. Okay. Because in whenever I, you know, the idea of coffee, you know, a coffee date is suggested. Mm -hmm. Chain chain locations are not <laughs> the places <Yeah>. to go. <laughs> so I, I will say go to like the mom and pop, uh, you know, coffee shop. Uh, the one that's like almost like a hole in the wall, but like nice. Yeah. Uh, just like not, not the like you if you try to go to Starbucks. Yeah, you're going to that's Starbucks. Everybody knows is chaotic. Yeah. Um, but you want to go to like the mom and pop, you know, coffee shop uh, that that's I've never had issues. I've I've done you know, daytime coffee, coffee dates, and, and they've gone pretty great. You don't have the chaos, you know, scene like how a Starbucks has it. No disrespect to Starbucks, but, you know, yeah, no just, disrespect. Yeah. there's a time and place for, for everywhere. Yeah. It's not a romantic place to get, you know, to get to know somebody it's, it's at not. all, especially you might when you got the escalation, like the Karens and everybody yelling at the cashiers, like, come on. Yeah. That's like taking your day, your, your first day to like a fast food joint. <laughs> yeah, it's really the same, same idea. Uh, Holly says, go to a local bar and get a Bailey's coffee. Hey, that's a good idea. You can do that as well. That's not, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah I can agree. I'm down with that. Yeah, that's a very good idea. But yeah, the local mom, mom and pop shops, like you said, they have like the, um, I guess there's those original concepts and, you know, it's, they got like maybe jazz playing in the background, something like that. Or maybe there's a band mm -hmm. on the patio playing. Yeah, that makes sense. But like lunchtime dates are not a good idea. Uh, and it also depends on when, you know, there's a lot of people these days, especially that are, uh, you know, fans of brunch. Uh, brunch is a good time, you know, like ladies like a good mimosa. And now the fellas do, too. Mm -hmm. And and there's and there's different mimosa options. So those things are like, you know, cool for like a good Sunday, you know, daytime brunch. Um, so those, those are options. Like I said, you know, uh, getting out of your normal space. And, you know, if you're not used to, you know, a brunch or, you know, a coffee date, like these things are. It's not a bad a bad thing to try it out. And like like I said, you know, check with your with the significant other that you're dealing with and see if that's what she's into or he. Yeah, yeah. Is brunch still a thing? Oh, big time. Is it? There's still? restaurants built around this now. Oh god. I remember, yeah, we're gonna go spend 40 bucks on some eggs and bottomless mimosas. I'm like, okay, let's go. Uh but yeah, I, I remember I it was kind of good. It is good, especially when they're bottomless. But man, those things to catch up on you. And before you know it, it's like four o'clock and you've been there all afternoon and you're wasted. Uh, but I remember that was started. This is like, what is it? Maybe 2018. It could have been a thing before that. But I remember that was starting to be a discussion. We can go for brunch. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, really that much for just breakfast? The mimosas? Like, okay, let's go. But that was that was just starting to be a thing. 
Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is definitely popularized. I won't say that people uh, are thrilled about it, but the idea of it is always going to, I think it's always going to be there. Okay. Now, Aaron here, uh, Aaron, I don't know if this is like one of the worst places for a date or something that you would like, but she has painting and wine class. That's not something, in my opinion, it's cool for like a work activity or maybe with ladies night, but I don't see a, I just, I couldn't see a guy like, maybe there's guys out there who would like that, but I just don't see that as a fun first date for a guy to plan. Am I wrong on that? Or what do you think? I can't lie. I would be all the way into that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've had these conversations already before and with different people, of course, you know, the planning is more for the group setting, but I I would, if I was invited on a date, you know, and because I didn't think of it first, I would probably accept that. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I, it, again, I just, uh, if it's a first date, no, maybe a second or third date. Yeah. Why not? I remember I did something uh, like that with a woman. Those are on Halloween and they had decorate your own pumpkin at this one bar. So we're doing that. And I thought that was really cool, but I don't know. The, every time I see that wine and painting event, it's always women at a, like a work setting, a work, a work, a group activity or ladies night. I've never seen like a date. So I guess but my reference, that's all I associate it with. But to your point, if you love painting, hey, to each their own. I guess I was more leaning on the side of the wine tasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not a wine guy. I can't do wine. I get the worst hangovers with wine. That Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, apparently, like not all of them are the same or have the same effect. But, you know, that that's the thing about these wineries that people go to, you know. And like I said, I, I usually am more familiar with people going in groups. But there's a lot of knowledge uh, in the wine world. So, I mean, that that would definitely be something that draws my interest. Yeah. If you're like a a, what's the word? A connoisseur uh, Mm -hmm. of wine. You just want to show off those skills and like that knowledge. Then, yeah, go do that. That makes sense. That's like even 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 a brew location where they do their own their own alcohol and and things that sort or a place where they do like, you know, other kind of of liquors and such Mm -hmm. like those things fascinate me. And if, if that partner of yours has the same interest, I mean, that might be another date option. Okay. You know, and maybe do like a, if, if there's a tour that's, that's available. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 One of the, I guess we already had started dating for a few months. We went to the, I took my uh, love witch to the Shinerbach uh, brewery in Shiner, Texas. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. That that was a lot of fun, man. She, it was like seeing Charlie Bucket going through the Wonka uh, the museum. <laughs> Dude, she was all excited yeah, about yeah. that. Uh, but okay. We'll go on to the next topic. Did you have any other uh, worst places for a first date before we move on? Uh. No, I think we we cover some some bad some bad ones. Yeah, some bad ones. Uh, let's see. But in general, uh, I think concerts are a bad idea for of like a first date. Uh, any place that's loud or a club, because again, it's it's too much of a distraction. You're really not getting to know them. You're just seeing how they're reacting to a, like a group of people. So if you want to, I guess, be successful in getting to know this person, and really maybe starting off on the right foot, anything that's loud uh, would be a bad idea. Oh, yeah. And and just to add to that, I would say that like anything that like don't don't base your your fun with an in, in interaction with this one person that you're trying to date. Uh, don't don't treat them like how you would with your group of friends that you party with. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're, you know, and and for your first idea or thought to be to go to the club that you go with all your boys with, it's probably not the best idea because now you're you're forgetting, you know, you're not you're not paying attention to the type of setting you need to have for this, you know, and when you go to the club with your friends, you're, you're there to party. You're not there yeah. to get to know your friends. And, you True. know, like I said, there, there's a, there's a time and place for everything. There's a, a proper setting for, for you and your date, and, and definitely a club. I would be on the same page with you that I would not suggest that as a, a date spot. 
Yeah, definitely. A couple comments here. Holly says Denny's is not a the place for for a first date. I definitely would agree. A grand slam is not going to do it for her. And Nick here, uh, he says my mistake in dating after divorce uh, was I was taking ladies out to dinner for a first date. Need something lower investment to establish vibe. Coffee, drinks, dessert. Yeah, I, you're on the right track. And um, I think uh, like for me, it's, uh, for example, I, I bet you can relate. Like you're married for so long, and you think of dates. Everyone thinks about the the movie and dinner uh, scenario that's been painted in Hollywood, and you you have to really kind of think outside the box, and that takes time and experience. Uh, so yeah, dinner. Like I said, the the only reason I I didn't do dinner was one. Again, I can't really get to know somebody over a, a plate of food, and it was really expensive at the time. So I just prefer a darker atmosphere, drinks, and some music in the background, and that was always um, it worked for me. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah. But let's see here. You have. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, now, the next topic here is top three dating mistakes. Like I, I know from ladies what guys are mistakes they're making, and I'm going to share some of those. And uh, but you go first. What are some dating mistakes you've seen guys make, man, or can make? Uh, from the guy side uh, yeah, or in general? Yeah, we're talking. This is geared in for guys to improve their dating skills. But if you have something for the ladies, you can throw Definitely. that in there as well. Um, I think number one mistake, especially if you're, if uh, the bar setting is the, the date spot yeah, is uh, getting trashed. Getting trashed is oh. <laughs> one of the number one mistakes at all, you know, period. That's the, that could either break the whole situation where you never see this girl again. Yeah. And, don't get uh, trashed guys. Don't get wasted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the objective is not to get obliterated drunk. And, uh, you know, you could definitely ruin your chances and, you know, and whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish that night. Um, so getting drunk is definitely number one on that list. Um, not only that, but making it all about you. Uh, that's, that's number one or number two, at least for me is that, uh, they, you know, people who I'm not saying everybody's into themselves, but you know, you gotta, you gotta read the, the situation. And yeah. especially if you're dealing with a woman like, you know, put your put yourself aside. She'll she'll figure you out later and, you know, she'll find out about you. But it's up to you to, like, try to find out things about them. And if you start making it all about you, you're definitely going to lose that woman's interest. Um, Wait, man. a, a third one would be. Um, uh, wow. Might have to come back to you on the third one. OK, well, I know I have. Oh, well, yeah, no problem. But for me. Uh, is getting inside your head and overthinking it before the date even happens. Uh, I know a lot of guys, uh, their their mindset is, in, is in, in scarce mode, which is a term I didn't know what it was. Scarce mode is that more or less they don't get an, enough dates. So when they do get one, they overthink it and just put too much pressure on themselves. Yeah. And b- when they arrive in the date, uh, guys, I've said this many times on many podcasts, on many lives, like women are very receptive to your energy and how you present yourself. If you're yeah. confident, and masculine and you're comfortable in your own skin that's that's a turn on because it shows confidence but if you're edgy uncertain you're just tripping over your own words uh, you ever been to like a class or a training seminar or maybe somebody's giving a speech and they're nervous so it makes the class nervous uh, oh yeah it's, yeah it's the same thing so if you're nervous that energy is going to leak off you and make her nervous and that's going to ruin the night so a, a lot of times guys think is this the one is this the one that's going to be my future wife? And they start thinking about, they, they paint that picture in their head. Like they get ahead of themselves. Like yeah. all these things, are we going to hook up? They, they, they put so much pressure. They're not in the now they're not in the moment. And like I said, ladies are very receptive with how you're making them feel. 
And that's going to that ruin the evening really before you it even got started. That's really so, where the mistakes happen, too, is, uh, you know, the overthinking and, you know, or the lack of thinking also. That too. Um, Good point. My, I, I remember my third. My third was the uh, during the day, the lack of honesty. Um, there's no a lot of people are not direct enough, in my opinion. Um, they're not expressing what their true intentions are and, you know, and at what position they are in that in that current time in their life. Valid, so, man. you know, and. And that's a, a mistake because like, you know, let's say after this first date, you're continuing to want to date this person, but now you're behaving differently because let's say things went your way the first night. And so it's like you already received or accomplished, you know, that whatever that was. And now this woman is looking at you crazy and you're expecting her to not be upset, you know, but so that yeah. that's one thing is the, the lack of honesty, save yourself the drama. Valid, man. That's a very good point, man. And uh, I think that was number three. And I'll come up with something real quick. But yeah, coming up, honestly, somebody put here in the chat that uh, lying about your height or age, we're going to see you in person. So why lie about that? So again, don't lie about that. And again, um, just to kind of give you some uh, exposition, Trish, on why guys are doing that. um, A lot of guys are being taught uh, by these other coaches that if they look at the analytics for all the dating apps, women aren't swiping on guys under six foot. So a lot of coaches are, are teaching young men to lie about their heights just to get the foot in the door. And then when they meet, they'll win them over or something to that effect. I don't agree with that, but if that's your market and you have zero success and that's the only way you can actually get a date, I mean, that's another discussion, uh, but I don't agree with that. Uh, I, and to your point, the honesty, uh, putting photos that are like five years old uh, on your profile. And then they meet you like, Whoa, you, where's your hair? Like you're a hundred pounds heavier. Like what's going on? This is not yeah. who I signed up for. So honestly, so basically what you're saying is the men are catfishing these days. Yeah. There's a lot of people catfishing, man. Uh, like uh, I remember, I've said this before many times. Like I remember I learned the hard way, but there's, there's women who only put angles, uh, certain angles of their face, like face and maybe some cleavage. And you think they look a certain way and they're a lot heavier. And I always tell people just, Hey, if you're bigger, own it, just mm-hmm. own it. I mean, men like a confident woman who's like, that's sexy to us. So if you're confident in yourself and you're curvy, men prefer curvy women in general overall. So just own up to yourself and don't hide about anything. Be honest. Like you said, um, somebody said here in the chat, I want to get to a lot of them real quick. Uh, don't talk about their ex. Well, yes, that's another good piece right there. People who are heartbroken. That was one of mine on my list. Like, if it comes up, yes. In general, everybody, men and women who are watching, I mean, I tend to want to leave those conversations very minimal and very brief. I don't see it being very constructive to just unload every detail, everything about your previous relationship or the one that screwed you over two years ago and then you're not over with to somebody you just met. They're not your therapist. And I, I get wanting to share that part of you, but there's another time for that. It should be I about think, introducing a- yourself and who you are now. And where you're at and what you're looking for versus what happened to you. Does that make that's sense? A, that's a good fourth, uh, you know, mistake to add. If I had added to my list is because, you know, I, I've seen people do that. And of course, me on the receiving end is more of like the woman talking about their ex at times. Yeah. Because they are coming out of a heartbreak. But uh, yeah, us men are doing the same thing, too. And and we're going in there and, you know, even, you know, we really like, you know, we might have been the, the first one to approach this woman. And now we have her in a, in a date setting. And and now we're the ones talking about a past heartbreak that this woman doesn't give a shit about. Yeah. And, you know, and, and 
that's a that's a mistake. Like, that's that's got to be one of the biggest turnoffs for a woman is to sit there and and hear you just rant and 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 complain about something that's already you know beyond you. You know, mm-hmm. it's already in the past. So that that's if you want to find one of the fastest ways to lose the girl, uh, yeah, talk about your ex. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it, it, it just happened to me so many times when it came to that. We mentioned not getting drunk. I know we talked about that as well. Not unloading all your personal trauma. Um, and I guess the third mistake is guys, if you're arriving and I, I, can't, I think we touched on this already, but I'm gonna say it anyway, is if you, if you just broke up with somebody and I'm talking a month ago, two weeks ago, you have no business dating because uh, you're more or less looking for a distraction. And this person you meet, man or woman, uh, they don't deserve that because, you know, they can be out the first time finding a date in a month or a year. And here you are simply just using them uh, as a distraction because you're looking at them and you're comparing them to whomever just broke your heart. And that's just not a good place to come to to be in and to use somebody that way. So uh, I guess the dating mistake for me is going out there too soon after a heartbreak or divorce get your shit together, heal from it, and then go out there and you'll have better success if mentally you're in a better place. And that's the thing too. And not to say that you can't find, you can't by chance run into somebody by accident shortly after. True, And that's definitely possible. But yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, A mistake that men tend to do, and and it's probably women too, but if we're speaking from the male perspective only, um, that, that is a mistake that I've seen many friends do. Is uh is they uh immediately uh, after a, you know a heartbreak or breakup, they they want to distract themselves. They want to find uh, uh the rebound if that's what they still call it. And <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't know if that's the the term that we still use, terms? but yeah. yeah, like they uh they do that so quickly and they they're definitely not over that girl. And if you met a good girl and she might have been into you, and then all of a sudden you start showcasing that. You're not over your past situation. Like you, you just, you created a turnoff for this woman. Yeah. And so, um, I would say, get, yeah, I give it some time, you know, reflect, uh, do, you know, take a, take a self, you know, staycation or vacation somewhere get away, you know, just clear, clear your head. And, yeah. uh, I think that's one thing that more men need to do. Like, I know some people get so used to, uh, having somebody there. You know, and, and they, yes. it's almost like they need somebody there. And it's like, nah, like, you know, you're, you're wasting your time. And not only that, you're going to waste somebody else's time. So, if, you know, get yourself together, figure shit out, and then get back in the dating pool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and again, guys, and I guess ladies too, uh, don't, if you're going through a breakup and you're about to go into the dating world, don't do it because your your friend said you need to get back out there. Like, what, what do guys say? The best way to get over somebody is to get on top of one. Uh, if you, if your friends have <laughs> shitty relationship lives and shitty dating lives, why are you taking advice from them? So be careful who you take advice from. And I promise you, because uh, I'm guilty of this myself, going out there heartbroken and finding somebody just to use uh, the gods, karma, whatever you believe in, the energy you put out there, it comes back. And when it does, it's not going to be fair. But you brought it upon yourself. So just be cautious of that. And again, I'm not a spiritual guy. I technically don't even believe in astrology, but I've seen it firsthand where if I did something in my, inside my mind, I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. But I did it anyway. It came back and bit me in the ass. And, and, a, good su- and a good suggestion, too, is, uh, you know, to take a I guess like when you do take a step away, like, you know, and you figure things out, um, come back later. 
and you know do do a rotation because yeah that whole mentality of you know get on top of another to get over it is yeah, yeah that's not that's not realistic you know and i mean some savages can get away with that and they'll be okay <laughs> but you know not for for everyone for the for the casual person uh the common folk that, that's not uh that's not realistic. You know, at the end of the day, you're going to start to be desensitized to things and you're going to start to care less. And at the end of the day, yeah. you want to want to keep your your humanity and, and how you've been. And, you know, just because something didn't work out doesn't mean it's the end of the world. And, you know, somebody else is going to come along. But that doesn't mean, you know, uh, contaminates, you know, who you <laughs> are. And yeah, and exactly. uh, a lot of people tend to do that. And it, it's unfortunate. Yeah, because, you know, we're in a bad emotional state, so we're not really thinking clearly or the, or the right way. But hopefully in, in hindsight, you, you learn from it and, not, and learn not to replicate it. Um, and real quick, before we move forward, I see we're at 5,000 likes on TikTok. Thank you for that. That was really fast. I was thinking it was going to take all podcasts long for, for us to get there. So let's do this. Let's shoot for 15,000. You guys have been awesome. So continue to tap the screen. Do me a favor, share it. If you'd like to tip with those little icons and emojis, I'm more than welcome. It all goes to the show overhead. Everybody here, they, whoever liked and hearted the uh, the podcast on Facebook, thank you so much. And the comments, we'll get you those in a bit. Again, channel memberships are always available if you'd like to be a channel member and super chats are always appreciated. Uh, let's see here. Charles, it helps to leave the house once in a while. This is going back like uh, 15 minutes and she is coming with a ruler. I think we're, that was regarding the height conversation. The height isn't important to some women, not all women. I mean, like I said, I've shrunk into five eight. You know, when I divorced, I was like five ten, and I, I've I've shrunken, and I I still had a successful day in life. So height is important to some. Let them be that preference. You know, you can't help what they like and don't like. So just don't let it affect you, and just move on to the next woman. If I if I'm not mistaken, what I think he also meant is, uh, you know, how some people are reliant on the online dating. Yeah, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with uh, you know, going outside and actually doing it in person. Um, yeah. At, at least, at least you can't be fooled in person. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you this. That's a good. That's a good question. Well, let me get to some um, comments real quick, and then I'll go back to what I was going to ask you real quick. Uh, Miss Lopez here says, "If you find yourself doing so, that means you still need work on your healing." I think this goes back to what we we're talking about earlier. Uh, Nick says, "I definitely overshared about my divorce. Don't trauma dump. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Don't complain about your. Yeah, no. Yeah, everything you said there, Nick. Yeah, don't bring up your problems." The job, the goal of the date is to impress them with the person you are. And if you're just dumping problems on them, who the hell's going to want to date you if you just exactly. dump all your problems, man? Yeah, put your past behind you, man. Definitely. Definitely. I agree with that. Um, now, dating, a lot of guys, younger guys than us, right? They, or even older guys who are just going back into the dating world, they tend to think the only way to meet women is through apps or on IG, because that's all they hear and coaches talk about, which is true. You can, right? But you got to play that game, and that's a separate game. But sure, in sure. your experience, sir, what other areas would be a good place to go meet women organically? I'm talking the old school way. The old school way? I mean... Old school, man. A lot, for a lot of people, it can happen by accident. I mean, you know, I've, I've seen people who've had success and not, not trying at all, but, you know... They just happen to run into somebody at a, at a grocery store, you know, but if you really want to go find somebody, go, you know, if you like a woman who reads, you know, then maybe a library is an ideal place, a bookstore, you know, uh, people hang out in bookstores all the time or libraries. And, you know, you'll, you might find, you know, somebody at least who's knowledgeable, you know, they like to stay, you know, face deep in a book. So, yeah, you know, that that's always a, an option. Uh, I will say if you go, 
I know not everybody has maybe the option, but there's there's cheap uh, cheap routes as far as you know trips to take. You know, you could take a trip by yourself and uh, go somewhere where you know you're away from home, and you know, chances are somebody else is going to be doing the same thing. Yeah, and and you, know, you might you might cross paths with somebody who you know you have mutual interest with. If you both ended up at a museum in Houston, then you probably have similar interests. You know what yes. I mean? And, mm-hmm. and and Houston has amazing uh amazing museums. So like you know the chances are that you'll run into somebody there uh that you can spark up a conversation with. That that's that's definitely an option. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm the same way. Like uh. I remember when I would go to, well, I was at bars and I would approach women. A lot of women would freak out. And I'm like, did I scare you to startle you? Like, no, no, guys just don't approach women anymore. That, that's what they always told me. And again, that's just what I had, was groomed to. That's what I grew up with. That was the way you met women back in the day. So, um, yeah, I mean, protein women is a good thing. Um, I met a lot of people at the movies, whatever, like it was like a special event or something like that at a bar, mm-hmm. you know, here at the Palladium, they had that bar. You remember that out yeah, yeah. The bar, like a couple hours before the movie and just talk to people. And yeah. the goal and everybody listening, the goal when you when you're trying to meet people, the goal isn't trying to meet somebody to hook up and fuck them later that night. That's not the goal. It's just talking to people. If you go out with the expectation that if I don't hook up with somebody tonight, it's a failure. No, that's that's idiotic and juvenile. Um, well, that, that, that's one of the biggest issues and not to cut you off. Yeah, is I think one of the biggest problems with with everybody in general is the is having that expectation. Yes. Uh, the more expectation you have, the more. Uh, the more you leave the door open for letdowns. And yeah. so, uh, you know, going there with a clear mind, not having expectations or any expectations at all. Um, yes. You're, you're going to be more appreciative of, of what you receive. And so like, that's why I, I usually, I tend to live a stress-free life, man. Cause I, I don't have expectations. I don't leave room for, for letdowns. And so, um, you know, for me to go out, you know, and not only that, but that also contributes to, to how people respond to me when I, when I do step out is that, I look a lot happier. I don't have, uh, I don't carry the issues with me. You know what I'm saying? So yes. that, that's, that's definitely a thing is not to walk around, you know, having the expectations that, you know, or feeling like you, somebody owes you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. people do go around with that mentality. Like they, they feel owed, you know, and, and I'm a nice and, guy. And I like good money. I'm, you know, I'm good to my mom. Why, why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? And, and, and it's unfortunate people way. carry those traumas, you know, uh, you know, some people will, will, will carry because, you know, they they had a bad breakup or they got cheated on. And it's like, yeah, but the next girl that that might not have nothing to do with her, that has nothing, you know, that's not in her characteristics. And yeah. so, you know, a lot of people will carry their past, you know, situations and bring that into the new. And yeah. so uh, don't don't do that when you're meeting these women or, or men out here, you know, in the streets somewhere, you know, and, and like I said, find places that are are, are different you know, not, not so common for you. Like get, step outside your box, go and visit one of these places. Like I said, museums, libraries, uh, things of that sort. And, and, and you might run into somebody, you know, and, you know, you could go to the bar and you could still meet somebody is never to say that you won't, but the chances are that people are there just for the fun. And yeah. so like, even if you do end up with something like a one night stand, like that, that might've been just for that night. And, and, if you are one of those people that have high expectations, you're going to be upset the next day when you don't get a call back. <laughs> she was supposed to be my wife. She was supposed, supposed to be, to be. my one yeah. and true, truly only one. <laughs> and, and that's insane. That's an insane mindset. And it's, and I say that in the least disrespectful way, but you know, never go in there thinking they're like, yo, this girl's your wife after day one. Yeah. It's, it's insanity. 
Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. I love what you said about the expectations piece, because uh, that's a topic I'm going to bring up later. But yeah, I mean, like uh, if you if you don't know how to meet people, go talk to 10 people a day, at least I'm talking the cashier, uh, the, the, the DoorDash guy who drops off your food, anybody, man or woman, and just get those skills up. And before you yeah. know it, it becomes like second nature. Uh, or if you really want to be brave, you know, get it like a part time job in sales where you have to go talk to people. It's something I don't care what it is. It's something. Uh, talk to family more, but then again, go out there with the expectation that nothing's going to happen. If you don't hook up your failure, get all that out of your head. And it, before you know it, it become natural organic. And that's how you meet people. And I've met women in the craziest ways uh, at the movies, uh, randomly, like I mentioned earlier, uh, comic cons, I've done that through friends. Um, uh, and some of the evenings where I remember thinking, man, I don't want to go out. I'm just going to stay home. You know what? fine, I'll go. Some of those evenings where I didn't want to go were some of the best evenings I had in my single life and yeah. where I met a lot of people. But don't be, I mean, uh, don't be afraid to approach anybody. If they don't want to talk to you, don't take it personal. You don't know if they've had a bad day. They just got fired or they just got broken up with. That isn't, it's not directly tied to you. And if you exactly. think it's because of how you look, you know, that's your own internal problems you need to work on and think about. Because again, people have lives and just because you said hi and they don't say you back, you shouldn't take it personal. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, and I agree with everything you just said. And, you know, people are not taking into consideration that like when you go into, you know, a situation like that or you, you're in an environment where you don't know what other people got going on. You know what yeah. I mean? And, uh, you know, they, they could have had the same situation as you, a breakup. And I and, you know, sometimes people come on too strong and, and usually the males that do that where they come on a, a little too aggressive. And, you know, either whether it's that's just how they are, or they got a little overly excited. And, and now you're scaring off people yeah. and you know, so think about the, the things you do, but don't think too much at the same time. I'm going to tell a quick story that's totally unrelated, but it's tied to like not assuming people were jerks. When I used to work after my divorce, I did Uber and Uber eats every other day. Right. I log off work and I go and that'll be my date money. I remember I picked up this one woman. I was in a good mood. I'm like, how you doing? And she's like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, where am I taking you? And this one address. I'm like, okay. Uh, looking forward to the weekend. She's like, I don't want to talk to you right now. And I'm like, okay. And I'm in my mind, like, what a bitch. Like, what the fuck? What's going on? Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of minutes go by. She goes, look, I'm sorry. Uh, let me tell you real quick. My mom hasn't dated anybody for 15 years since my dad died. Right. She finally met a man. She was the happiest I've ever seen her. They moved in and randomly he goes downstairs to lock the back door. He slips on some water, hits his head. And now he's in a coma. And Jesus. this happened a month ago and I'm going to the hospital to unplug, help my mom turn off the machine. She's mm -hmm. so she's trying to let this man go. I'm like, fuck, I know that's a downer, but again, from my perception of her being a bitch and rude, it totally changed my perspective. And I'm like, I am so sorry you're going through that. She was, I feel bad for my mom and she's yeah. so happy. So again, just take that for what it's worth. You don't know what people are going through. And, and you know, in, in that, in that scenario, you know, you could, let's say you were single at that time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and you took the time to, you know, sit there and listen. And, you know, who knows if, you know, both of you didn't realize you had an attraction level to each other. And, and you know, you listening to her, you know, and, and me knowing Rudy, as long as I've known him, he's he's a fairly good listener, you know, a good conversation. So if, if Rudy's uh, the single man and he's listening, not saying that your objective is to, you know, end up with this woman, but... You never know where that could lead. Just, you know, her realizing that like, yo, this this man, you know, maybe she would ask you out. 
you know, yeah. based on on you just giving her the time of day and letting her vent and and just you lending her, you know, an ear to to express this uh, traumatic situation she has going on. Yeah. Uh, and that, t- that ties to the topic of the tip that we said earlier, whereas, you know, people talk too much about themselves. You know, I've always been the uh, the uh, I guess the advocate to or like they are the center of the stage. They're the center of your world. Let them talk. People love talking about themselves, but let them talk about them. And listen, yeah. like you said, remember the key things, the songs they like, whatever the places they've been. Remember that because that's vital. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely, dude. Uh, you know, if, she, if, she's, if she's definitely like a, if she's into rock music, then you already know. Let me look up the local rock venues in town. That's yeah. a new day spot all of a sudden that you didn't think about at first. And now you're in there and she's probably having a super time. And she's like, yo, this guy actually pays attention to me. Yeah. And uh, especially she loves horror movies. Like, oh, the, those are the best women. Who love horror movies? That, that's just my objective. Those are the best. Those are those are bonus points in my world. Oh heck yeah, heck yeah! Uh, some comments here on TikTok again, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, we're at well, now we're at 5,200 likes. Still tap the screen. We need more likes. Help me get to fifteen thousand likes. Share the live, and if you haven't done so already, please follow. Uh, Trish says, invite someone to your table at a restaurant if you're sitting alone. That's a good point. Yeah. Hey, fun, I, funny story. I actually have a story in relation to that. Okay. Um. I've actually been in a, a jazz bar and uh, we were actually there. I was with a group. We're checking out this live group and it's, it was my first time attending this jazz bar. And I will say like the, the performances where there were like uh, fantastic. I, I would have, you would have thought that I paid big money to see this, <laughs> these performers. Right. Yeah. And there was uh, a couple ladies in the table kind of across from us. Well, I guess the people at that table had an emergency, had it up and leave. And they left the one girl behind and she didn't want to leave because she was she was enjoying herself. She was enjoying the show. And, you know, during during a a break that they were that the group was having, um, the girl had kind of turned in our direction. And, you know, I signaled her and and asked her if she wanted to join us at our table. She looked like a real friendly face. And uh, she ended up joining us. She was comfortable enough to do that. We ended up having a great time, great conversations, a a couple of drinks uh, for like the next several hours. And, you know, she ended up being like real cool. Like we we didn't end up dating or doing anything like that. But just to to know that like she was just a cool, like a cool soul, you know. And, you know, she has so many like similar interests. And, you know, you never know where things like that could go just by asking that question. You know, uh, if you're looking for, you know, somebody to go on a date with later, uh, that one invite that you gained the confidence to go ahead and dish out could have paid off, you know, and you don't know where that could have led. So, you know, things like that have happened. And, you know, like I said, I've met, I've met some great people all by accident. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but it's all about like, if, if you're confident in yourself to go ahead and, and, and speak to them and, you know, to reach out to them, because sometimes they're just there and they're, they're chilling and, you know, and all they need is somebody to just approach them the right way. And and next cool. you know, no matter where it leads, you could either have a new potential date option and uh, or, you know, just a, a good friend to have there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to get um, you, you mentioned this in a couple of podcasts uh, that I was on on your show, the Cheap Suits podcast. Everybody, I'll, I'll tag um, stars uh, in, uh, podcast down in the show description if you're watching this post live. Um, but we were talking about women when we approach them and you and you mentioned uh when you were single, that it's not always the one that's the prettiest or the one that's all dolled up. It's the one, the quiet one that uh, that catches your attention. Can you tell everybody a little bit about that? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I, 
currently am single. So, uh, hey. but I, okay, just kidding. <laughs> I, I've been this is single for a long time. Okay. Uh, I don't know shit about dating, <laughs> but, but you, I mean, but you don't have any problems as far as finding a date if you wanted one. I no, mean, I will say, I will say this that whenever I, I expressed that, uh, that detail about myself was, uh, the fact that, um, approaches is, is a, is a big thing for me. So it's like, you know, and, and I always say this, like, it's, it's a, more of a surprise and a, and a turnoff for me if a woman approaches me by surprise. Um, that's yes. always that's always big for me because yeah. it's like how a woman respects when a man has the confidence to approach her. It's yes. it's almost like the reverse role. Yeah. And and it's more surprising for for them for that to happen to the male. And how often has it happened to you, honestly, in your life? For me, three, maybe four times. And that's it. And it, it was shocking when it happened. Uh, I think when I was more outside, I think that happened a little more frequently. Um, okay. you know, uh, not saying that I'm, I'm there presenting myself as a confident guy, but like, I kind of just sit there and I, I look like I'm enjoying myself and some people are drawn to that energy. So that's Ooh. probably contributed to people approaching me a little bit more. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't even answer your question. What was your question? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like how many, there's no numbers what the answer was. So I got that. I got no that. before that your original question. Oh, like who do you approach? You said it's not always the one that's the prettiest and all dolled up. It's the one that's oh, kind yeah, of yeah. off in the corner in the shadows or something like that. Uh, yeah. Just my personal preference is, just i don't i don't go chasing anybody and i think in my for me it's more of a like if i'm going to be interested in somebody i don't want the one that looks you know the stuck up girl i don't want the girl that looks a little too nervous yeah uh, but like who who's the one in the middle you know and who's the one who's not you know so full of themselves you know i, I want the one that looks like she's the life of the party is she the one who provides the fun? Like she's the, she's the funny girl in the group. Mm-hmm. That's the one I probably want to speak to. You know, I don't need to speak to the hottest girl in the, in the circle. And yeah. uh, chances are she's, she's probably not going to be on the same page as far as like uh, the type of communication that I'm looking for. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with her being attractive because I'm pretty sure she's suitable for somebody else. But if you're the hottest girl in the, in the circle, unless you're the funniest one and you're the life of the party, I'm probably not leaning towards you. And that's yeah. just, it's, it's nothing against anyone. It's just, that's just my, you know, I like to have fun. I like to enjoy myself and I like for somebody to match that energy. And if that's too much to ask, then I, I'm definitely not the guy for you. Yeah. And I hope you guys, yeah, that's, that's where that mindset comes from. Yeah. And I hope you guys that are watching who need help with dating. I hope you're listening to what star saying. He said, it's, he doesn't approach them. It's all about his energy and his own persona. And again, people gravitate to confidence and people who have a positive attitude. Uh, I've always said like people with who just love life and just are very comfortable in themselves or have a passion in something. It's like a star and, you know, planets gravitate to the star. I mean, people love that energy because if you think about it, there's a lot of people who are miserable. And if you're just a great person to be around and you make everybody else feel great, that's, that's, that's really the key secret of it. I mean, and, yeah, and you can have all the artificial, but what? One thing I do want to add is, uh, you know, I don't, when I say that, like, it's not my first intent to uh, do the approaching that I expect to be approached, it's, there's never that expectation. You know, uh, yeah. if, uh, you know, it's usually anytime I've been approached by a woman, it's been pretty much by surprise. Like, I'm usually caught off guard. Yeah. And but like I said, there, there's an appreciation on my behalf for that. But, you know, there's uh, sometimes, you know, you you could be at a bar, you know, and you're ordering a drink. And then the, the woman at the end of the at the end of the bar on the other end is is, you know, she's eyeing you and. 
you know, some guys kind of like flake out and, you know, it's like they don't know what to do. Now they get nervous and it's like, no, that might be the woman that now that's that's the that's the open door to go and approach and make an attempt to start up a conversation, you know, so go ahead and spark that up. Never, never have never be afraid to do that. And so yeah. it's not to say that you that I don't approach like I, I definitely pick up signs. Like if I notice somebody, I'm like, you know what, like she's pretty. She's smiling. She keeps staring at me. She obviously wants to have a conversation. Let's go see how it goes. And, you know, worst case scenario, she's not she doesn't end up being into you. And it's it's not a big deal. It's definitely not. You know, I've definitely uh, had my fails and and I I don't carry those with me. I go home. I don't lose sleep, you know, and, (laughs) you know, if if that's something that upsets you, you know, uh, might want to seek some help. But, you know. Uh, I, I definitely I think that like the, the confidences and, and being a, a good observer is definitely yes. key in in any situation you're in. In an observer, you mean like their, their energy and maybe you being self-aware of how your words are impacting them or the crowd. Right. Is that what you mean by that? Yeah. Observe, you know, your surroundings, like evaluate everything. Um, you know, what is her body language like? You know, what is yes. she into? You know. Is she very serious, you know, or like, are you catching wind of things that she's talking about that are interesting, you know, that maybe you have knowledge on? Um, that could be definitely an, an opening, uh, a starter to a conversation is, is to have, you know, I, I've been in those shoes where, you know, I don't really know everybody in the circle, you know, who's having conversation, but one person triggered something that I'm very familiar with and boom, now me and her are, we're in there. You know, and uh, that's definitely occurred, you know, before. And and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's good when it happens spontaneously like that. Yes. But you won't know that if you don't chance it. So, you know, put yourself in these uh, in these situations, you know, where you can be open to meet, you know, somebody at random. And, you know, you never know what you're going to have in common if, if if you're too shy about it. Yeah. And I've always said I even put this on my Facebook post, like it's better to get rejected than live with the what if and mm-hmm. always because i think all of us have had either that that argument or that point in like that discussion a very key discussion maybe we saw somebody who we thought it was the one and we were too scared to go say hi to him or her mm-hmm. and it's still like 10 15 years later you're thinking man i should have went and said hello because it, it, you don't want to yeah. live with regret and i'm super guilty of that like i've done we that myself are. Yeah. Like, and you know, the, it's funny because sometimes like, you know, when you do walk around like carelessly and, and, you know, with this sense of confidence, people do think that you, you're more likely to get your way. And I'm like, no, I've had my share, like uh, (laughs) fails and, and, and regrets, you know, and, and, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's probably that one good girl that like, look, look at her like now in the happiest relationship and having a whole family. It's like, you start thinking like, could that have been me? And, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, you don't beat yourself up about it, but just know that like, though there, there's some real good women out there that you could have potentially let go all because either you were lacking the confidence, um, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you were in a different place or you should have been right there next to her instead of just sitting there by yourself, you know, uh, scary about who knows what. Mm -hmm. Yep. But, you know, I've definitely made those mistakes. Yeah, we all have, man. We all have. Uh, real quick on TikTok, I want to get to your comments here. Tris says, so it's so basic what we're talking about for reference about why are men so afraid to approach? I mean, just like everybody, they're scared of rejection. No one likes to be rejected in it. It does take some time. Um, 
I guess to get the self-confidence uh, to handle rejection, because then, you know, and maturity as well, because you then understand it's not personal. It's them. And then maybe you came off the wrong way. Maybe you need to develop skills, not be so invasive in approaching women. You know, maybe you didn't, you were too nervous. So it, it, failure is a good thing. Like Star said, you want to fail. Uh, you need to fail because that just shows you what you can take and what you, you need to learn from it. Yeah, you really grow from that. Yeah, sometimes when you lose, you really win. That's something I've always lived lived with, and uh, it's just a fear of the rejection. To answer your question, Trish, uh, Mr. Baldwin here says we're in the valley. Get a degree or three. These girls want something to start with, so they want an educated man. I guess is what he's saying. I haven't been to the valley in quite some time. I mean, have you? <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm an inner city guy, a big city guy, so <laughs> I don't I don't hang out in small towns, unfortunately. But um, that's not that's not a bad idea. There, there's definitely I will say there's a market for all kinds of different types of people. Uh, some mm-hmm. people do want that smart guy, that that success, uh, that book smart type of guy. There's some people who despise it. Yeah. Um, it just really depends. You know, uh, your degrees are not going to they don't speak to your your character. They don't speak to your personality. And so um, it, it's a good quality to have. It's a good a good thing to have under your belt. But um, at the end of the day, like you could be the most awkward <laughs> uh, person in the world. And so those degrees won't mean anything. Um, I've seen I mean, we've all seen it like some of the some of the biggest I mean, not to not to insult anyone, but the person who doesn't look likely to to you know have the woman that they're with somehow did it and they don't have a degree they might be a painter and a, you know a construction worker you know they they work long hours in the sun and yet they have you know the woman of their dreams somehow so it, there, there, there's a way if, if you really want to and and you try um you, you could probably end up with a woman like that so i mean but degree yeah it, it could help you in maybe in a school setting I, the dog was barking. I had to go on mute for a second, but yeah, I think education is a uh, key. Uh, intelligence is sexy. And, and and again, if that's specifically what they're looking for, I mean, like I said, everybody has standards like that. Mm-hmm. And, and again, if you don't have it, don't take it as like, Oh, they want something better than that, whatever. I mean, let them have that. Everybody has their own preferences and standards. So you can't change what they are. And if you don't have that, then fine, move on from it. If you're not tall enough, mm-hmm. fine, move on from it. If you don't have the education. Well, I mean, it's very important to have one. But uh, it's not essential to meet women or have it a, a specific uh, success rate. Maybe in the Valley. I don't know. I haven't been in the Valley in forever, but apparently that's what they're looking for. In the um, Valley, I'd be iffy because <laughs> I, I would feel like everybody knows everybody. Yeah. And, uh, and even here in, in San Antonio, where we're at, sometimes it, the city does feel small, you know, and, you know, there I, I don't I couldn't tell you the number of times where, you know, somebody that so and so is dating happen like all our friends know who that is already and not in a, in a negative way but it's a, you know it's a small world it's a small city and uh people talk know, the, yeah people do a lot of talking and so uh i would advise like you know i most people who i know who who do have very successful careers who come from small towns or the valley area uh they've moved to like bigger cities and you know uh it's a whole new world for them you know it's a place where they're not known and mm-hmm. It, you know, it changes the exploration for, you know, for dating. Um, you know, they're not 
they don't have to worry about like everybody in the neighborhood knows all the juice on this person, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people have, we all have a past. And so if everybody's sharing that past, like, you know, you might not be in a, in a location that's best suited for you, you know, when it comes to the dating. Yeah. 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 So I hope you guys are taking notes, man here. Uh, Holly says, I've been married for 27 years. Oh, wow. 27 years. And it's a real job to have a great marriage. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, Congrats on that. Yeah. 27 years. Uh, that's like a, a, a rarity, man. That's like a rare Pokemon. Congratulations to you both. That's almost I, as old as me. <laughs> uh, okay. So no, no comments here on, uh, well, actually here, Alan, sorry, it took so long. Uh, I got to go to a lot of clubs where there are bands on Fridays and Saturdays on for Friday, Saturday nights. If I'm off like tonight, I don't expect SEX on the first dates. Uh, the bar is not really a great place. I would agree. I mean, it can happen. It definitely can happen, but you know, I, I agree. Uh, I also think uh, any man or woman should be thinking about the uh, what's LTR until age 25 to 27. I don't know what LTR is. Uh yeah, I, I gotta Google that, that. Maybe that's an STD. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope no not. That, that's crazy. <laughs> well, thanks for the uh, tip, man. Thinking, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me know when you figure that out. Oh, long-term relationship. Thanks, Mary. She said she answered that on on TikTok. Oh, I've never been uh, one of those, so that's that's not in my vocab yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Charles, yeah, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Brilliant advice. I talk to people like the cashier. Yeah, anybody. Anyway, talk about the weather like the or the old school people will do. You know, hey, how's that weather treating you? And just practice and start from there. I, yeah, and I think that that's something that people need to do a little bit more. Is you know, uh, get outside a little bit more. You know, and you know, just like we mentioned, like some of the locations and, and you know things that you can do uh, a little earlier in the in the show. Yeah. But, you know, there, there's there's so many options out there. There's endless things. And, you know, a lot of people like to say that, oh, there's nothing to do where, where they're at. I'm like, no, there, there's a lot of things, but it's it's a matter of you're going to expand and, and, and do things outside of your norm. And, you know, uh, I think that's why people do get bored. They get so used and, and caught up in a routine yeah. that uh, they're not they're not trying these new things or they're not trying these new foods and or new experiences and you know, that, that limits, uh, a lot of the, these lacks, they, they limit what some people, you know, some people are going to be less interested because you don't have as much to offer. You don't have mm -hmm. enough, uh, mutual interest. Yeah. And, you know, uh, if you, if you're dating that, the one guy who, who hates all kinds of food and his food <laughs> probably consists of like four to five foods. I mean, yeah. You're not creating enough options for this person. This person wants to, you know, some, especially women, they want to enjoy things with you. And if, yes. if they're finding it hard and they're getting to the position or the place where everything is hard <laughs> with you, then it, it starts to become a problem. Yeah, definitely. Uh, real quick. Uh, I want to get to the uh, one hour, 16 minutes. So we're good on time here, but I, I want to keep the live under two hours. Uh, Cause I know I, I, you probably have some festivities or like fight night or something like that to go attend to and all that, man. But uh, I want to, I want to get to this and we're going to talk about uh, colognes, like our top three suggestions. And the only reason I thought this was a good conversation is star. You won't believe this. Uh, I asked, I get, like I said, tons of messages and emails and uh, I always ask for dating tips, like ladies, what are guys doing wrong that you can, um, that they need help with. And one topic that I did not see coming was body odor. A lot of guys stink and don't know how to clean themselves after they go to the restroom. 
So a lot of guys stink, believe it or not. <laughs> this is a yeah. thing. We're talking grown, uh, grown adults here. <laughs> yes. Uh, there, there is grown folks who have this problem. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't know how to, they don't know what the difference between antiperspirant and deodorant is. It, it's bad. So a lot of women said, especially in the bedroom, they expect, you know, certain things and they get near a certain area and it, it's just swamp ass. There's, so not, there's, like, there's a lack of a, of a, the attendance on your uh, hygiene and uh there's a uh, yeah that's just not proper dating etiquette let's just say yeah. that i mean it should go without saying guys smell good right yeah that's gotta and, go without saying you know like I, I will say like you know if you let's say you go to the restroom or whatever yeah you know get that extra shower in man like you know, uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with extra shower and i know some people get lazy and they're like oh i just took a shower a few hours ago but no nah, you're you're about to go see you know a special somebody or whatever yeah so take yourself a shower uh you know clean yourself up um not only that but like a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the foods they eat contribute to your body odor and you know oh, like do you know a little bit about that i don't so like what foods can you eat yeah, that i mean you know, like people, they don't cleanse out enough. And so, you know, doing like uh, smoothies that cleanse you out, like that's that's probably a, a good suggestion. Eating mm-hmm. eating more like, you know, veggies with your food. You know, if you're a fast food eater and that's what you rely on on a, on a weekly basis, you're probably going to smell like shit. <laughs> and so uh, I will say like eating better, uh, probably more fruits and things of that sort. I think and and just from the conversations I've had with, you know, many of my friends are, are medical personnel. And so uh, oh, okay. these conversations, these conversations do happen. And so, you know, things of that sort are, I think, are key. You know, watch what you eat. Uh, I know on our podcast that, you know, we like to clown a lot and, and, and we joke around about each other's food palates. But there's a, <laughs> you know, for me, it's more than just the the flavors of the food. You know, I, you know, I'm trying to be here for the long run and, and maintain my my youth, you know, as long as I can. <laughs> and, uh, and so like things that we eat are, are, are key, you know, and that means less fast food and, you know, it's going to be easier to, to maintain your hygiene that way. I think. I agree. Uh, I agree. So Minus guys <laughs> shower, you know, clean essential areas, change whatever you've been doing. Because again, the feedback from the ladies, uh, you, some of you grown ass guys don't know how to, properly clean yourself. So let's talk about colognes. Now, some people in the chat are saying work cologne or going out cologne. I didn't know there's difference. I mean, but obviously there is like there's a dress shoes and there's your work shoes, work watch, going out watch. I'm just talking about going out date cologne. Uh, Actually, uh, I have a list or like a the balling on a budget list. And I have a typical list for maybe somebody who's okay uh, investing a little bit more. Oh, okay. Their, uh, yeah, that's so, smart. Uh, do do the baller I, on the budget list first. Yeah, and, and you know you don't got to buy wild, crazy price cologne uh, to get through a night. It's it's definitely not necessary. It's all of it at the end of the day is personal preference. Half the time, the person you're going on a date with probably doesn't even know the difference between different colognes. They just know like, oh, this one smells good. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure she's not going to know that it's Tom Ford. She's not going to know that it's YSL. <laughs> You know, she's or not going to know these things. Your dad's cologne, brute. You can't put that on. <laughs> oh, not only that, but yeah, uh, dre- uh, you know, soak yourself in the cologne that suits your age. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> that might be a thing too. And uh, but you know, I I know that uh, 
some low key spots that I've found out they they have some decent colognes that are you know afford on a on people for they're better for people that are on more of a budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got stuff at places like Zara. They got stuff. Uh, you know they got a various colognes there that are suitable for different uh settings. So like you know date night, uh, springtime. They you know they they cater to that. Yeah. Um, they're not high priced, high valued colognes, but you know, for somebody who's maybe in a different financial space, that might be the best place. Go pick yourself up like four bottles for different times. And, yeah. uh, and you know, like you're going to have your date night cologne. You're going to have your, your typical daily cologne. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with not only that, but also find, you know, just a side note, find a deodorant that's, that works for you. Yeah. You know, uh, some of them don't smell that good. And, or <laughs> also think about the products you're using to wash up when you do shower, like those things, you might not be cleaning yourself as good as you think you are. Yeah. If you'd be using like Irish spring for like the past 20 years and you want to change it up, man, Yeah, and from clean, the bar and to like that little uh, brush. I think one thing that contributes to people's odor is I didn't, re- I've heard and didn't realize that people are also afraid to clean every inch of their body. What? And seriously, and it, it's, it's very strange. And it's like, uh, you you clean certain areas better than others, <laughs> and that could probably contribute to some of this uh, this uh, this flaw that people have developed. Uh, I've over never time. heard of that. No, wow, you'd be surprised. People, okay, let me let me repeat this. So there's some people out there who are scared to clean certain areas of their own. It's body. like they're not as comfortable, like in certain areas. If you get what I'm saying, I, I hear uh, you. I usually hear you. usually for males, this is more of a male problem. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh God. Enough said. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> we're, I'm speaking to the males here. It, okay. Don't be afraid to clean, you know, clean yourself <laughs> the best you can. Um, now if we're talking about like, uh, colognes that, uh, yeah. people are okay, willing to invest a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a little list cause there's, there's various ones. And I mean, they're of course are going to be a little bit more pricier, but there's like, there's a Tom Ford cologne. Uh, I think it's called the Tom Ford vanilla. Uh, that one is is one that people uh turn to. That's it's you called know, actually, what? Uh, I, I believe it's called vanilla. Vanilla. I'm probably pronouncing that shit wrong, okay. but it's supposed to have it I, used for like date nights and, and things of that sort. Um, there's very there's some Versace ones that some people are really fond of. Um, there's a YSL. Uh, YSL. Okay. Not, yeah, and they have different. You know, they are, you know how colognes work. There's like they go up in price, you know, based on they're like in categories. And this so, is Tom uh, Ford that uh no, that's um that's a different one. That's a different uh, one. There, okay. There, there's one that it's like uh vanilla it's spelled. Let's see here. I just want to get that up on the screen just so because I, I want to see a Tom Ford cologne. There's uh O U D Wood, Ode Wood, mm-hmm. uh Tom Ford, uh Nor Extreme. I've also smelled, there's also some really good like uh, Gucci ones as well. Um, mm-hmm. And not only that, but if you're not too familiar and you want to get familiar, you want to see what, what, what scent kind of suits you the most. It's not like it's, it's hard to get into a Macy's to do that. And uh, you know, uh, you can try different kinds out, try a Versace one. They have uh, at least five kinds at, at, at a Macy's that you can go to and see which one suits you best. Um, they're they're They create a lot of these colognes these days based on occasion. So, you know, on they occasions. have, okay. 
Yeah, for okay, different occasions. They have, you know, your date night type of colognes. Like they have your fall time colognes. Like they, these things exist. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter of like how far you want to go with it, how much you actually care about it. Yeah. And uh, some people who, who are, uh, who are opposite, who are opposed to uh, colognes, they like the, the fragrance oils. So they'll, they'll get like the fragrance oils that you can get at like random, you know, mall stands. Yeah. I've and, seen those like, uh, like Egyptian oils or something like that. It's always that one dude with the dreadlocks and the beard. I've seen him like at North yeah, Star yeah, like yeah. 20 years. You probably yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll, they'll have these stands where like they do these oils and it's, it's supposed to be less chemical. Uh, a lot of people don't like colognes because of the chemicals they're in it. And if you care that much, then you can always go the, the oil route. Um, I will say don't throw it directly onto a shirt from the, from the little yeah. pen they give you because it does stain it if you do it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say apply a little bit, you know, right. And, and know which areas to apply your cologne. Also, you don't just, you don't just throw it wherever. A lot of people don't realize like right here on the side of the neck or behind the ear, like right underneath that those are ideal places to apply colognes. And uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that was a topic I wanted to share with everybody. Here's a chart here. A lot of guys don't know how to put uh, the cologne on either. So again, great points. And see, I wasn't lying. No, <laughs> the you neck right lying. there. Uh, first off, no more than four sprays. Okay. You don't want to overdo it. So no more than four, but those are the areas. Uh, one, uh, apply after a shower. To hydrate, you know, to hydrate the skin. Uh, two, hold the bottle three to six inches away uh, from your body, and then apply to the heated areas of your body. And if you notice, they have the neck, the shoulder, the chest, the elbow, forearm, and wrist. Yeah, you notice the crotch is not there, so don't spray the crotch. <laughs> Maybe and, that's and, optional. I don't know. Hey, and now they they offer a crotch deodorant for men. They do. And, Yes, Man, they do. Uh, yeah, you can uh, you can go through like a uh, like Manscaped. They provide all that for you. Oh, Manscaped, Manscaped they, they provide your, uh, you know, crotch deodorant. Uh, they, they have the spray for those who, who like to do the, the Manscaped trimming. That way you don't get the, you know, the burn or the itch like from the razor. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have all these products available. It's just a matter of like going and getting it. And I'm telling you, the women will appreciate you a hell of a lot more when your hygiene is on point. Yes. I mean, and again, they're, they are complaining that the guys don't know how to take care of themselves on there. So again, this is gold. And guys, you should know this. You should. And again, uh, this, you shouldn't do this either. Spray it on your wrist and rub it. Don't rub that. You shouldn't let that. You should, it should air dry in your skin because that's like a start some weird chemical reaction and you, and you ruined. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's see. Here. Those are those are definitely key things, and not only that, but even uh, even something as simple as uh, applying uh, a lotions. You know what I mean? Uh, lotions, moisturizers. Uh, it, the last thing you want is to be on a date with a woman who you think it, you you got a good <laughs> chance with, and 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 you're you're sp- you're spraying flakes off your wrist, <laughs> you know, or, or your elbow. <laughs> uh, exactly. that, that's that's not. Uh, dating etiquette right there yeah i agree i agree yeah and you're saying about those egyptian oils right um i don't know if i cut you off i'm sorry but have you used those i mean do those work for you i i know they're expensive but they last longer right is that what i'm hearing it's like you use very little because it's so it's so potent i i've uh i've purchased a few over time over the recent years and uh it's that i don't use it all the time um but it definitely gives off like a great smell and it just depends on which what kind you want. A lot of these places will let you uh, 
make a custom one where you can create a blend. Uh, you pick out the scents you want. They they let you test out different scents. You can create one. Wow. Um, and so these these are options that are out there that you know some people know of and and they utilize. Um, and there's other people who who have no idea. This is all brand new. Yeah. You know, news to them. And mm-hmm. so, uh, but these are these are options that you can you can you know take for yourself and you know and like I say, it's only going to benefit you. Not only that, but like I. I've been in situations where I'm I'm chilling and you know I'm I'm at a bar, restaurant, wherever, and and I've applied some of these scents. You know, I just you know I just showed up, mm-hmm. and and the first thing, the first compliment I hear from a complete stranger is like, "Yo, what is that? Like, you smell really good." Yeah, and boom, that 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 like I said, something as simple as that has just opened the door for conversation. You know, you don't know where that goes. Next, thing you know, you're talking to this girl for the next couple hours. Yeah. And and again, that compliment you said, I when I, again, I didn't know much about dating or what to wear, how to look. And I remember when I first started going out there, if I saw a dude with an outfit that I liked, like, dude, you know, where'd you get that shirt? I think it's fucking awesome. You know, get get tips. Like, or if a guy walked by with cologne, like, hey, dude, I like that. How that smells? What's it called? You know, people they didn't care. People like like talking about it. Like, yeah, yeah, I got it over here. You can. This is what it's yeah. called. I just learned from others. If I like what I saw, I told them and I just wrote it down and I went and got it myself. Yeah. And there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, no. I, I do know that some guys, like I said, even, even when they make it awkward with certain women based on how they approach, like they, they also approach men in the, in the wrong way, trying to get tips and tricks and how to do what. And uh, a lot of times, like you got to figure it out for yourself, you know, go on a shopping spree, figure out what suits you because what might suit me might be the wrong idea for Rudy, you know, yeah. and you know, that that's possible. You know, uh, my cologne that I favor is not, might not be one that he likes. And yeah, cause our chemistries are different or exactly. are different. Yeah. So it all you varies. Know, you got, you got to do something that makes sense. And not only that, but even, even dress with stuff, you know, that makes sense. You know, my, my attire might not be suitable for you, you know, and you know, just like your outfit might not be suitable for me. And so like, you gotta, you know, figure out what works for you. You know, mm-hmm. and, and find ways to build your confidence. Like, you know, like I said, it doesn't take crazy money to make yourself presentable. And if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, it might help you in the long run. Yeah, definitely will. And, uh, you know, maybe that's something we can talk about next time is like uh, outfits to work because I know everyone's body type height length is different. I'm very, you know, stocky and wide. So what fits you won't fit me. So, again, it's really just finding the right clothes and finding the clothes that fit you. The right yeah, way definitely. to compliment your shoulders or your back. And, uh, and you, know, you got to know how to dress for the occasion. What's that? And you also got to know how to dress for the occasion. That too. That too. Yeah. Yes. So, and, and that's the thing that some people like. Like, you don't, you don't want to be the guy that shows up to Perry Steakhouse in, in basketball <laughs> shorts. It's, it's <laughs> frowned upon, you know, and not only that, but you might be embarrassing your, your lady friend, you yeah. know, and, you know, some of these women don't go, you know, They'll, they'll go out and, and put their their best Friday fit on and, you know, they want to look pretty for you and and for you to just, you know, shit on them by, you know, wearing the trashiest outfit you've ever seen. It's it's horrible. So, uh, you know, care about your look a little bit. You know, you don't like yeah. I say, you don't got to be dressing like the flyest guy in the room. But, you know, you know what presentable is. Yeah. And, and, and again, like um, like, for example, with me, I would always since I was divorce and I was kind of rebuilding my, my budget and all that. I just went with jeans, some nice shoes, maybe some Timberlands and a, and a t-shirt that fit well, but I made sure yeah. it fit well. Or I had like a closet full of like collar shirts that roll up the sleeves and leave it tucked out, you know, 
certain watch that had like certain combinations to wear. So again, you kind of, sometimes you have to work with what you have. Uh, but again, you'd be surprised with just like a one black shirt and what it can go with. And you can coordinate, uh, kind of like that Steve, uh, Harvey rule. What do you say? Like you can just buy men should have what a gray suit, a brown suit, a black suit yeah, and a charcoal suit. And then that's like 500 combinations of outfits that you've got there already. And the crazy part, yeah, the crazy part is that you, you don't need a wide selection. Like if you're, if you're a guy who wears suits, um, you can have, uh, just a few pieces of each one, a few blazers, excuse me, a few mm-hmm. blazers, um, couple of different slacks, you know, button button down shirts and, and you can mix and match and, you know, find colors that go with each other, they complement each other. And, and it might work in your favor, you know, and, you know, like I said, so a, a woman may appreciate when you're, you're making the effort to, to do things like that, things of that sort. And, you know, like somebody who cares about themselves and not only that, but you can't tell me that when you put a suit on that you kind of, you, you feel the confidence coming on. Yeah, who doesn't? You feel like that James Bond. You got the cufflinks, and you know, just getting ready. You got yeah, the extra, it's, you got the, that cock in the walk, and you got your shoulders. You're walking straight like you own the place. Heck yeah, yeah you know, it's it's a feel good moment, you know, and you know, like it makes the woman feel good about who she's with too. Like she, you know, you want her to feel good about the company she's with. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's another cologne that I haven't personally tested that one out, but I know yeah. they advertise it a lot. Here's my uh, top three. It's like from this is my number three here. This is this one was really good. It worked with me. And again, I and I went to the ladies over there like in Macy's and I said, what's the best selling one? They would tell me that. I'm like, great. I don't want to smell like every guy. I want to go with the, the one that's great that no one else buys. I want yeah. to smell different. So they would always recommend this. And of course, I bought this like years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dior is a good one. Uh, the other one that would work for me is um, Prada. Uh, yeah, Prada, this one worked for me as well. I got a lot of compliments on this, but the one that believe it or not worked the most. And I always heard that they love of this. They love the smell was Polo Red. I do, own, I do own that one as yeah. well. And uh, I I rarely use it. It is a it is a stronger cologne, I will say, but not in a bad way. But definitely like you want to shoot that away from you in the air and then yeah. walk into <laughs> it. It is definitely that kind. Yeah. But it was like to like I would wear it in like whenever we go on another date, they would tell me, like, be sure to wear that cologne you had on the other night. I, that's how much I heard from other women when it came to uh, Polo Red and um, Dior. Those are the ones I got the most compliments on. And see, uh, and see that's the opinion you need to get is the opinion of the ladies, of the ladies because they're going to tell you what they like. And, yes. uh, you know, uh, and, and that's what you want to that's who you want to cater to. Yeah, th- that's your audience, right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And uh, real quick, I wanted to give everybody, they, I have the top 15 colognes that women love. This is off a website. I was doing some research and just to kind of give everybody some tips. I can't pronounce half of these. So if yeah. you do start, you're more than welcome to take the, the mic there. But number one is, uh, what is this? Club de Newt? I've never heard of this. But that this looks is like number one. Ballers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much that one is. Number two, is Versace, is it Eros? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, there's Versace. I've actually, there. yeah, I've trialed that one and it's it's pretty decent. Decent, yeah. Uh, three, Calvin Klein Obsession. These are women's favorite colognes? Uh, these are like women voted the top colognes for men. Yes. 
Oh, then I would trust the list. <laughs> I would definitely trust the list. Well, let me go to the top. What men's colognes do women love? Yes. Okay. I just wish I had the right one. But yeah, Calvin Klein Obsession. I don't know. That was so high at number three. Yeah. This might be a link that you want to put at the bottom so men could, could go straight to it. This is going to be a big help. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know what? Let me put it in the chat right now so everybody can see it. So if you're on Facebook or YouTube, you'll be able to see the link there. So boom, there you go. Number four is cool water. I've heard of that, but I've never gotten it. I've heard of it too, but then never, never tried it myself. Yeah. So okay, number four but is cool if water. it's on the list, I, I would trust it. <laughs> There's my number five, uh, Dior. Sauvage. Uh, and then number six, Paco Rabanne. One Rabanne. million. That looks expensive. That's pretty cool that the bottle's shaped like a gold bar. Yeah, it's creative. I wonder how much that costs. Uh, one deal is uh, Fred, the son of a man who's already picked up a check when he's dining out with his friends. Oh, that type of douchebag. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ralph Lauren Polo is number seven. Cool water is for pops. Pops. Laugh out loud. Somebody saying, okay, I mean, again, this is a website. I, it says women. They didn't say how old these women were, but this is just the top 15 selling uh, colognes. Uh, the Ralph Lauren Polo. Uh, number eight is, uh, see, uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier. Mm -hmm. Le Mail Le Perfume, I guess. A lot of these are probably French. Yeah, I'm going to assume. Hugo Boss, I remember that. That was a big deal. Back in, that, that was a big deal back in the mid-90s. That's when I used to wear when I was single, like right after high school, man. Wow. Ten is Tommy Hilfiger. Isn't Tommy Hilfiger racist or something? Yeah, I remember that back in the late 90s. That's when everyone stopped worrying it. Are your homies aware of uh, Tommy uh, Hilfiger back in the day? Yeah. Uh, number 11 is Giorgio Armani. Okay. 12 is Christian Dior Fahrenheit. I've never smelled this. I don't know how that smells. I've seen the bottle. I haven't smelled it myself. Oh, Okay. Hold on, let's uh, let's see here. Oh, sorry saying, for the crazy light coming in through my screen. Yeah, I know we're we're gonna end the live in a few minutes here. Uh, somebody on TikTok says, "Don't trust the list." I think we love when you stand out and be yourself. Uh, should be good, good to you first. Well, yeah, true, but we're just giving guys some guidance on what colognes are out there, the importance of smelling good. Because again, the complaint that I've heard from most women, especially intimacy in the bedroom like what got what can guys do to be better in bed and a lot of you women said you know y'all guys stink so i thought well, we better talk about how to smell good so this is why we're bringing it up uh ysl i I've do never tried that. i i own that one okay okay how's the feedback uh, on this uh it's it's good i use it on <laughs> occasion but it's uh like i said just a, just a light spray on that one too never want to overpower Another comment here on, on TikTok, uh, Fahrenheit Dior is amazing, but date night, um, maybe I should have put that in the search, you know, like what top clones to wear for a date. Maybe that's a different, you know what, let me do that now, but let me finish this list. Um, 14 is, uh, is it Hermes? I believe so. Yeah. D-Silent. And 15 is uh, Givenchy Gentleman. Let me do a quick search right here. Let's see. Top I forgot about Givenchy. What's that? I forgot about the brand Givenchy. Top colognes for date night. 
for young men. <laughs> this is going to be as specific as possible here. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. What is Creed? Oh, that's another cologne. That's another and a one? movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. And a movie. Okay, here we go. Let's, let's this will be the last list, and I'll end the live here for everybody. And again, if you haven't done so already, please uh, be sure to follow Star Demarco and follow the Cheap Seats Podcast. I'll put the links in the show description if you're watching this post live. But again, he's on. You're you're on TikTok. You're on YouTube, right? You're on yeah, all the listening to- platforms. I try to be everywhere, you know, and uh, and I, I actually respond to to people as well. So, you know, if you, questions on, on my for me, you know, feel free to hit me up. And, you know, I would definitely appreciate everybody who who tunes into our show as well. And, you know, I'm glad that we get to be here, you know, whenever it's just me or my group and get to be a part of Root Advice. And uh, this is this is interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah. And again, this will be the first of many. Maybe we can do this like every other Saturday or something like that, because, again, Fashion, clothing, anything of I can course. get the guys out. This would be a good um, go-to for resources, man. I'm definitely for it. Yeah, bring 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 the other guys too, man. Uh, Norm, if he's available, definitely. Uh, top ten, uh, ten best male fragrances for date night, the office, and everywhere in between. Okay, let's do this. Holy crap! Best signature scent: Keurig Paris Monarchy Two Eighteen. That looks expensive as hell. I'll let you struggle with those. Oh, man, I'm going to butcher this phonetically, man. So, yeah, I can't read everybody. That's the truth, right? <laughs> uh, best spring cologne for men. Richard James Aqua Aromic, a Romantic Blade of Grass. Aromatic Blade of Grass. Okay, there you go. There's Richard James. Best summer cologne for men. I'm not getting exit. The King is what it's called. Holy shit. That, that, that bottle doesn't look appealing. No, it doesn't. Neither does the labeling. Uh, best autumn cologne for men. That looks like a valve that you'd find in a medical store. That, that looks like medication. Yeah. Medication, <laughs> right? Just insulin. That's all it is. Unless that's the, that's the desired look. Yeah. I think that's what they're going for. Like a very medical type of look there. Uh, let's see what do we have best cologne uh, winter cologne for men indigo smoke man these are things i've never heard of maybe this is too fancy could be yeah okay hold on i want to i want to close this out the right way hold on one second let's let's see what we have here yeah because some of these colognes i have no idea Okay, this will be the last list here. This is the 20 best colognes for young men in 2023. And let's see here. screen. All right, last list here. Uh, number one is Atlantis. Okay. I never heard that, but I like the packaging. It looks really cool. Yeah, I was going to say good packaging. Yeah. Let me close this out real quick. Uh, two is Eros by Versace. Yes, we already touched on that. Dior, we talked on that. Okay, this is more, I guess, like within our market. <laughs> that one million, dude. I'm I'm interested in how that smells. I, just because of the packaging, I find it like appealing. I just want to see that on my shelf. That looks really cool. 
Yeah, it does look like a good uh, a good piece for the, like a decor item. Yeah, yeah. Something to show off. Light blue poor home by Dol- Dolce & Gabbana. I guess light blue. Good, okay. Good old D&G. Yeah, I forgot about them. Um, Giorgio Armani. Is it Aqua de Giorgio? Is what it's pronounced? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one does not disappoint. Yeah, Guilty by Gucci. I believe that's the one that's promoted by ASAP Rocky. By who? ASAP Rocky. Okay. And I don't know, the one that's with Rihanna. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to nod my head like, yeah, that one. (laughs) Because I don't know. Everybody knows Rihanna. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. Umbrella, Ella, Ella, yeah. Luna Rosa by Prada. Okay, that's a different one. Ocean, okay. Never seen that one. Yeah, I love Prada, so I want to go check that one out. That one's on my list. YSL. Yeah, that's the, that's the one I have. And then the last one here, well, Tom Ford. Is that the one you're talking about? That's one of them, yes. Tom Ford, okay. Oh, there's 20. We got a few more, okay. What's this one called? Bolverde? Not Bolverde. Uh, but... Good question. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. You see it there. Hugo Boss. The color the men in black one. Uh, okay. <laughs> Calvin Klein Eternity at 13. And that feels like a little too old for me. Yeah, um, it could be. London by Burberry. That's a good one. Root Smell Prada Black. Okay, I'll check that out, man. Joe Malone Wood Savage and Sea Salt. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't know how I feel about that one. Yeah. Uh, that one. I don't know how to pronounce that. There's Prada Red. Kenneth Cole Reaction. No, I forgot about that. I used to wear that too. You know, it's uh, probably good to have a wide range of uh, like a big collection. Something yeah. uh, to choose from. Yeah. The last two were Abercrombie and Finch. First Instinct. And the last one's Cool Water. Um, and there you go. This is some cologne ideas, guys, for everybody listening. Be sure to... Uh, Can't you know, say again, we didn't give enough options. Yeah, we've given you plenty of options, so go out there and look. So hopefully the complaints for you guys stinking is going to be reduced with the help of this <laughs> podcast and others, man. I don't know. It's, it's hopefully, man. We, we're here to help. That's all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Star, man, this was fun. I, again, uh, this is a great idea, and I uh, definitely would like to do this again with you. Maybe, like I said, maybe one Saturday a month. I know our schedules are busy. Maybe one every other sun- Saturday. We don't know. But yeah, I think this is great. It's a great resource for guys and just to kind of share ideas and just improve everybody's day life, man. So this was a great dialogue. And yeah, definitely. again, thank you for being part of it, man. I appreciate the invite. Um, like he said, like you said earlier, uh, you know, catch me on the Cheap Seas podcast every week. And, uh, you know, we're 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 there to talk craziness and and definitely go back and check out the episodes I did with Rudy. Rudy definitely comes on and and it's always a great conversation. And, uh, you know, like those are always available on demand. And like I said, you know, just follow me at star underscore DeMarco. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm available, you know, to ask questions, have a conversation with. Uh, and, you know, this is what it's all about. We're, we're here for the people. Yep. That's what we do. And again, uh, thank you so much, man. I'll, I'll let you go, everybody. Again, if you're watching on TikTok, please uh, follow Star DeMarco and follow the Cheap Seas podcast. Thank you for all the likes. We didn't get to 15,000 likes. We got to 7,000. I'll round up. But again, I thank you for everybody who liked it and provided tips, everybody on TikTok and everybody on Facebook and YouTube, all your engagement and questions. I really do appreciate it. So everybody, good night. And I will see you next time. All right, man.